This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Riffin' Read. Paid my dues time after time. I've done my sentence, but committed no crime. And bad mistakes, I've made a few. Ladies and gentlemen, you must know that when I started this segment at 12.01 after James Flippin of our news team turned it over to me as we played from Les Miserables to the barricades, I was white-knuckling it when I announced that I would be positively Curtis. But I'm positive. And that's why we're going to go to my very dear friend, Noam Layden. Down in the middle of the gaggle outside a Manhattan criminal court where we await the arrival of former President Donald Trump. How's it going, uh, Noam? Well, it is the circus that has been promised, but maybe not as big of a circus as I would have expected. So uh, there are groups on both the course we left to are very anti-Trump and very happy about this moment that's about to take place. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, Noam. Uh, I'm going to be very nice. I'm going to be positively Curtis today. We need to reconnect with you because uh, there seems to be interference from all the cell phones that are down in that area. Obviously, it is uh, at the epicenter of the number one news story in the world. So uh, let's see if we can reposition Noam Layden maybe away from the gaggle so we could get a clearer signal. Wow, this being positively nice is really killing me. But for the good of the team, of Team WABC, I understand. Thank you, Lou. Thank you, Lou, for giving me my liquid Prozac before I came on the air. Because normally I would have been completely obliterated by now. Good job, James Slippin. Good, good. Okay, all right. Yeah, good, good connection. Uh, all right. Look, I'm trying to be positive about this. I have uh, looked at a number of the individuals on both sides of the barricades. And as you know, I have dealt with groups uh, both on the far right and the far left. And boy, all the screwballs, crackpots uh, are out in force. The ones who generally show up for every demonstration. And they are itching to get at one another. Uh, there appear to be more cops uh, than there are demonstrators uh, as you look around the barricades. At approximately uh, 1 o'clock when we pass uh, this over to Greg Kelly, 
the police will push everybody back far away from the Manhattan Criminal Court. Uh, reporters like Noam who had to line up uh, like lemmings into the uh, uh, wee hours of the morning in order to get the queue in order to come into the courtroom. Others will be left on the outside or side rooms. This is so ridiculous. The rest of the country, uh, all these proceedings are live and on TV. New York remains the most arcane of all the states in the nation. This is some, something that should have been televised. This is something that every citizen has a right to see. This is our judicial process in action. The first time a former president is being prosecuted on criminal charges. And we don't get to watch it live uh, in an ongoing fashion. We have to depend on reporters like Noam Layden if he's able to secure a spot. Uh, oh, wait, wait. I think we've reconnected with Noam. Noam, uh, this is positively Curtis. Normally I would have completely uh, melted down. Uh, give us your insight again on what's going on down there. Okay, well, I've moved away from the people with the tambourines and the drums. You hear me better? But um, it is two rallies, two state rallies. One, of course, is... No, it's not working. It's not working. I'm supposed to I'm supposed to be positively Curtis. Ernie and Asta, so you in here, could you please come in here and help regenerate me to be as positive Curtis as I can possibly be? I mean we do have technology, we have cell phones, we have an Opal system. You know, three strikes and you're out, but I'm gonna remain positive. Let's deal with some of the other issues that are going on today, of which I have some knowledge of because I myself have been involved in these processes before in criminal court locally and in federal court. Uh, We know that Joseph Takapina, once the charges are read at the arraignment of the former president, Donald Trump, will immediately call for a motion for a change of venue and that is to Staten Island, the red borough versus uh, the other four boroughs that are blue. Um, I don't ever think in a month of Sundays that that motion to change venue will ever be granted, even if all of a sudden he came up with extraordinary rationale as to why maybe it should be moved uh, to the Mid-Hudson Valley, up to Poughkeepsie, or, or possibly up in uh, the Capital Land area, Albany. Or, you would really have to make an unbelievable case. Uh, clearly, there will be a motion to remove this judge. Uh, we have had a situation in which uh, Donald Trump on his social networking has maligned this judge, said he cannot be fair. Uh, he wants Bragg removed. There will be a motion to remove Bragg. That will go nowhere. And then probably the most important motion of all will be the uh, idea of a gag order being imposed on everybody involved in this case. That would mean Alvin Bragg, his assistant district attorneys, everybody involved in the court system, and of course Joe Tacopina, his assistants, Donald Trump, and obviously they would have to specify if in fact at all it would involve anybody else I actually see Gnome Laden on one, one, of the, one of the feeds, the video feeds here. Could you tell him about it to position? Try to be positively courteous here. But I uh, underwent also a gag order in federal court 
uh, as you know, I was um, the subject uh, of a trial against John Gotti Jr. and the Gambino crime family who were being charged with kidnapping me and an attempted murder charge. They went to trial four times, not far from there on Pearl Street. And both the government and uh, at that time the defense attorney, Jeffrey Lickman, uh, who was representing John Gotti Jr. in this federal trial, moved to impose a gag order on me. Luckily, at that time, and I was surprised by this, uh, Disney owned uh, WABC at that time. That is before they decided to give up ownership. Uh, and they actually went to court on my behalf since I was broadcasting in the morning with Ron Kuby, whose mommy was a commie, and fought the good battle in federal court to lift the gag order, or all during that trial, many of you listened for two years, there were four trials, I would not have been able to speak at all. I would not have been able to answer questions. I would not have been able to comment. This would be egregious if, in fact, this judge decided to impose a gag order on everyone involved in this process, from Joseph Takapina, the chosen lawyer of the former president, Donald Trump, Donald Trump himself, Alvin Bragg, his assistant district attorneys who may be charged uh, to prosecute the former president uh, of the United States. So to me, that obviously will be the most important of the many moves that Joseph Takapina and his assistants will probably make once the indictment is unsealed, it's been uh, reported that there's anywhere from 30 to 34 criminal charges, felony charges, uh, that are going to be dropped on the former president's head. And then a series of motions, obviously pre-prepared, will be brought uh, to the attention of the court, uh, and the battle will begin. I predict that we may never, ever see a trial. Uh, they claim that within a year, the former president of the United States uh, will see a trial underway in Manhattan Criminal Court. And can you imagine that would be right in the midst of the fray uh, of the campaign to choose our next president of the United States? I can't be any more emphatic as we go back and forth with things that happened years ago whether it was with Joe Biden and uh, Joe Biden's family, especially Hunter, as they look like they're the sixth family of organized crime. You have the Gambinos, you have the Genovese, you have the Lucases, you have the Columbos, and, of course, uh, you have the Bananos. Uh, but the sixth family of organized crime, clearly, when you look at the president, you look at his son Hunter, you look at the president's brothers, you look at some of the ancillary members of the family, it's like uh, he's the head of an organized crime family. And then, of course, you have Donald Trump, who back in 2016 was calling for Hillary Rodham Clinton to be locked up. Even within the course of one of the debates, when he called for Hillary to be locked up and his supporters in the crowd, in fact, I think it was in Nassau County at that time, uh, actually were cheering at the top of their lungs at that, as they were at many rallies. So we've come full circle, ladies and gentlemen. You got to make a decision. Do you want this circus to continue? Because that's really what it is. Do you want a renewal of the 2020 race? Because that's exactly probably what it's going to come down to. As the Democrats don't seem to have enough chutzpah, don't seem to have enough culions to choose any candidates to run against Joe Biden as he seeks uh, a renomination to run for a second term. Even in the dark days, of Jimmy Carter's weak presidency, 
Uh, it was Ted Kennedy who rose to the occasion to challenge Jimmy Carter as sitting president. And many Democrats at that time said, you can't do that. That's a shanda. That's a disgraziata. You will damage Jimmy Carter in his attempt to get reelected. Well, I don't believe it damaged Jimmy Carter at all. He damaged himself. And Ronald Reagan emerged and was able to convince moderate Democrats to uh, elect him. Remember. In the general election of 1980, it was Ronald Reagan, the Republican. It was Congressman Anderson, who was the independent from Illinois, and it was Jimmy Carter, the sitting president. And in the waning moments of the campaign, poll after poll had indicated that Jimmy Carter would win re-election, and in that last month, Ronald Reagan swept to victory, and when you bisected and dissected the voting, you determined that it was the moderate Democrats who swung in the direction of Ronald Reagan. Donald Trump may win this battle, may win this primary, but I don't believe in my heart of hearts he can win a general election against Joe Biden. There's no way because he will not win the women's vote. And as much as all of us guys are filled with testosterone, we scream, we yell, most of the demonstrators are guys down there on both sides, and they flex And they talk trash at one another. The people who vote in election after election, look at the analytics, it doesn't change. Oh, women. And I don't believe that Donald Trump will ever be able to get an edge with the female vote as he did in 2016 against Hillary Rodham Clinton. So go ahead out there. Knock all yourselves out. Uh, I prefer to take the attitude You know, it's time out with the old, in with the new. New uh, Republican candidates, new Democratic candidates, and let's move on from 2016 and 2020. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory— Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Sliwa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. And it ain't till 12 till the party really starts. And I always had to be home by 10. Right before the fun was about to begin. Crowds of people lined up inside and out. Just one reason to rock the house. But in the daytime, the streets were clear. You couldn't find a good freak anywhere. Cause Ladies and gentlemen, I've been told to remain positively Curtis. Uh, Lewis come in giving me more liquid Prozac. I am actually watching our Cracker Jack news director, Gnome Laden, on a video stream as he attempts to reconnect with all of us. But I'm, I'm going to remain cool, calm, and collected, as difficult as it is. The over-under point spread has been here in our studios of WABC that I will completely lose it. I will not lose it. I think as I white-knuckle my way to 1 o'clock and Greg Kelly. 
First of all, this is a classic Houdini song. The freaks come out at night. The freaks come out to play. And all of them did as of last night. Former President uh, Donald Trump was secured away in the Trump Tower. He was safe and secure. Demonstrators were outside, mostly pro-demonstrators last night. But then we saw the march of the crackpots and the nutjobs and really the freaks. First off, uh, before any of that transpired, the mayor of the city of New York, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Not my mayor, the mayor of the illegals, decided to address everybody who would assemble in the streets of New York for the day before and the day of the actual arraignment. New York City is our home, not a playground for your misplaced anger. And although we have no specific threats, while you're in town, be on your best behavior. As always, we will not allow violence or vandalism of any kind. And if one is caught participating in any act of violence, they will be arrested and held accountable, no matter who you are. Wouldn't that be nice if Mayor Eric Adams were to say that to the everyday parade of criminals who loot, who boost, who shoot, who stab, who rape, who pillage, who rob? Wouldn't that be nice if every day he rose to the bully pulpit on his uh, uh, his daily uh, at least five or six hour press conference tour, if he were actually direct that to the real criminals in the street? But of course not. And then, of course, the queen of the uh, circus today is Marjorie Taylor Greene. As I've always said, never trust anybody with three names. She is in her glory already. Every camera crew, every media outlet has surrounded the queen of mean. A nut job, a crackpot, like so many, unfortunately, on both sides who are in the House of Representatives. And she's in her glory. She has become the national face of the Republican Party to lead the rally of the pro-Trumpers. And I said to myself, as I said yesterday, Why, oh, why, oh, why, with all the folks out there who could have led this rally, uh, did it fall to Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is clearly, clearly out of her mind and out of her league. Remember on Sunday night the comments she made about Democrats? Let me just uh, play it back because it clearly will be utilized against the Republicans in the upcoming general election. The Democrats are a party of pedophiles. I would definitely say so. They support grooming children. They are not pedophiles. Why would you say that? Democrats Democrats support, even Joe Biden, the president himself, supports children being sexualized and having transgender surgeries. Sexualizing children is what pedophiles do to children. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's what I say. Wow. And if uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene had any smarts, which she obviously doesn't, she's like a Jersey housewife uh, on the uh, Bravo edition, ready to slam and jam, you know, a cocktail glass into the head of an adversary uh, right there in Belmar at DJ's. She would know that there have been pedophiles on both sides of the aisle, Republicans and Democrats. But then again... She's claiming that all Democrats are pedophiles. Okay. 
As if that were bad enough, who shows up? The drag queen himself, George Santos. George Santos showed up to support the former president, Donald Trump, a gaggle of news people, including our own Noam Laden. I was watching him on video. Video was surrounding George Santos, and he was in his glory. Three snaps up, George Santos. No person has ever lied more more often on a regular basis than George Santos. And that's saying a lot because, let's face it, politicians lie. It's dependent on the the length of the lie, the seriousness of the lie, and how many people are harmed by that lie. Like, for instance, uh, we've had presidents who have lied, like LBJ, to get us deeper involved in Vietnam. And thousands, unfortunately, lost their lives. That's a crime in my eyes. As was Bush 43, who talked about weapons of mass destruction, and thousands of Americans died as a result of that lie. That, to me, are the worst, most egregious lies, and they have been perpetuated by presidents on both sides of the aisle. But we never talk about locking them up, right? We never talk about prosecuting them. Because let's face it, you know, when you bang the drums of war, you want to rally around the flag, and you want to support whoever the president is. But I digress here. On the cusp of Passover, right? When does Passover begin for all you? I, you know, if we had asked that question of Justin Ellick and also of uh, Sid Rosenberg, who was like, oh, my tooth this morning, my tooth. You might not have known that Passover actually begins tomorrow, April 5th. The righteous Gentile knows here, April 5th, April 15th. But George Santos, remember how the many, many lies he told considered himself a Jew, and then when he was boxed in over the fact that he's not a Jew, remember what he had to say to the nation. So as I've said many times, and I think you've heard me say this, I always joke, I'm Catholic, but I'm also Jew-ish, as in ish. Uh, and I've made that joke because growing up, I grew up fully aware that my grandparents were Jewish, came from, from a Jewish family, and they were refugees to Brazil. And that was always a story I grew up with, and I've always known it very well. And I've told it the way it was told to me. Now, if if it, it just strikes me so odd that people are rushing to disinherit me from being Jewish or for even allowing to care for Israel and Judaism in a time and an era where anti-Semitism is at a all time rise. And here's somebody who actually cares about Jews, cares about uh, uh, um, Israel, and somebody who's willing to fight for them. And and we have people pushing me away. It's, you know, I got a text from somebody today who says, George, I don't care what they say. You're still an MOT. And I'm sure you know what an MOT is. Um, right. Member of the tribe. Oh, <laughs> member of the tribe. Yeah. <sighs> right before Passover. And he's down there like a peacock, like the drag queen that he is. He's loving all the attention. So let's look at this on the Trumper side. We got the crackpot, the screwball, the nut job, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and we have George Santos, who should be in drag. Then on the anti-Trump side, although she's not there personally, are the supporters of AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, leader of the Socialists of America, who will inherit the mantle as their national leader when Bernie the Altacaca Sanders drops dead, which probably will be sooner as opposed to later. Speaking of anti-Semitism, here was the leader of the squad of anti-Semites, the four Democrats in the House, 
all of whom who have said anti-Semitic things, and notice how she rails against anti-Semitism. I had a member of the Republican caucus threaten my life, and you all and the Republican caucus rewarded him with one of the most prestigious committee assignments in this Congress. Don't tell me this is about consistency. Don't tell me that this is about an abdic- a-, a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have t- who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. Meantime, she's being accused today, AOC, of having a burner account in which she was tweeting death threats at some Daily Wire podcast host named Matt Walsh. Whether that's true or not, I have no idea. But they, 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 it's just the circus continues, ladies and gentlemen. AOC talking about anti-Semitism when she's an anti-Semite, along with her squad members, right? And these these are the freaks who've come out to play that we give all the attention to. The most radical elements on both sides. Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, George Santos, the drag queen, AOC, all out crazy, members of the squad. But let me bring you back to 2016 because... Things in life always come full circle, especially usually if we live long enough and we die a natural way and not because of an accident or an emergency situation, but we we live a long life. Life comes full circle. And in fact, when it starts coming full circle, I think you have a pretty good idea that your life will be soon ending. Remember back in 2016, remember at rally after rally, the Trump rallies, which were highly attended. They were on every network because they got great ratings. Uh, remember what the chant was from the Trumpers about Hillary? Lock her up! 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 Remember, at every rally, that was the chant. That was 2016, and now we've come full circle because the other side, as we speak, before the arrival of the former president of the United States to be uh, have his uh, indictment unsealed, to be arraigned, uh, photographed, and then released probably on his own recognizance, and then Joe Tacopina, his counsel and his assistants, will be uh, moving uh, on a series of motions to remove the judge, remove Bragg, uh, to change the venue to Staten Island, and to fight any potential gag order on all sides, right? Isn't this really, we're back to 2016 again. And instead of the chant, lock her up, the anti-Trumpers are screaming uh, at the top of their lungs with signs, lock him up, lock him up. And remember the debates? They were really historical between Trump and Hillary Rodham Clinton in 2016. Remember this poignant moment. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. Yeah, the Trumpers went crazy. Everybody applauded who wanted Trump in. Trump miraculously won. He was the most stunned of anybody on election night. And Hillary was uh, in a fetal position for days at Jacob Javits Convention Center where she thought that she would be giving a victory speak and a speech, and she still hasn't recovered. Then in 2020, a contentious battle. Many of you say it was rigged. 
Uh, I say Biden won. You just got to accept it and move on. But it's like we want to we want to go back in the time machine. We want to go back to 2016, right? We want to go back to 2020. There are so many elements on both sides who don't want to move on and choose different candidates and have a battle over the issues, not over who should be locked up. So today it's Trump, and in the future we know it'll probably be uh, Biden. And is this what our presidency is going to be when you're running for office? Both sides scream, lock them up. When you're in office, they want you locked up. And on the day you leave office, there continues to be a full court pressure on all of those who just want candidates locked up. This is what our political system has become. And many of you complain, well, look at Bibi Netanyahu in Israel. Right? I bring him up all in all because so many of our listeners out there, they love Bibi. Bibi was indicted on three major charges. These are not major charges against Donald Trump. It's specious. But Bibi, fraud, bribery, the whole nine yards. He was hit with three serious charges. His trial is underway, criminal trial in Jerusalem. And you know what? He's still the prime minister. So guess what? Life goes on. Trump says we become a third world Marxist country. That's nonsense. And the other side is screaming at the top of their lungs as we speak, fascist, fascist, fascist. None of that is true. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. Spectacular. Now here's the sin wrap up. Boy, you'll be a You have a talent for causing pain. Hey, some be a People will pay you to be in pain. Your temperament's wrong. This uh, should have been the theme song for Sid Rosenberg this morning. Remember Steve Martin singing I'll Be Your Dentist in Little Shop of Horrors? Uh, because uh, my phone blew up. Everybody was saying, oh, oh, oh Sid, uh, apparently he's got a problem with his teeth, the teeth, the abscess, something, I don't know. And, like, I'm the last person in the world you want to contact to get a dentist. That's the only person in the world that I fear is a dentist. Never feared my father, had a healthy fear of him, or any man alive. Eh, some women, you know, exes, you know, because they keep dragging you in family court. But other than that, uh, I always believe that you could clear off any corner in the five boroughs that's having a crime problem when the thugs and thugettes are hanging out by just amplifying the sound of a dentist drill and everybody will run for cover. It is the sound that haunted you when you were a child and you sat in the dentist's office awaiting your appointment and you knew because you had eaten all that candy and gum and hadn't brushed your teeth up and down, instead you did it all around, that you probably... We're going to get uh, the drill, and remember the smell. When they would drill the old way, they'd be like a smell, like a burning Ah! debris. Ah! So, you know, Sid, I really didn't feel your pain this morning for whatever it was your dental problem was. And I know he's getting some emergency um, 
uh, aid, uh, dental aid. But remember, Lou, this is what happens. You keep uh, bumping me from the schedule. I'm scheduled Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 7.05. I'm not joining the cacophony of all those who think that this is the worst thing that ever happened in the world, the indictment of the former president of the United States, uh, Donald Trump. You know, it's the end of the world. So, uh, I guess, uh, I don't join the crowd. I get bumped. I get bumped. I'll probably get bumped tomorrow morning. And let Sid Rosenberg know that this is what happens when you toy with Curtis Sleeve, okay? Dental problems, which are worse than if I took his leg, bent it, and stuffed it in his pocket. Oh, worse? I hope. I hope that's what's happening right now. I hope that's what's happening right now to Sid Rosenberg. By the way, that happened to me in a way this morning, although it had nothing to do with a trip to the dental office, which I always try to put off to the last second, which always causes me more ramifications. I saw they they resurrected uh, the former mayor, Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, uh, and he was condemning Trump. It was on MSNBC, and I looked at that and I said, you and your wife should be in jail for stealing $1.5 billion from a program you created, Thrive, that never helped one emotionally disturbed person. And because Democrats were in charge, the Republicans could not seek uh, any kind of warrant, could not conduct any kind of hearings. That's what happens when you have one-party government. That's why you need two parties that are represented, uh, especially in the legislature. Uh, and look, that guy has taken off with one and a half billion dollars. It's either in a bank in Panama, Antigua, the Cayman Islands, Switzerland. And he committed theft of one and a half billion dollars. Money that was supposed to go to people the emotionally disturbed in need. And then I saw a New York one. I couldn't believe it, Lou. Ron Kuby, whose mommy was a commie. Here's the guy who represented so many defendants in the first World Trade Center blast of 1994, that the federal judge said you have to recuse yourself because every enemy of America who tried to take down the World Trade Center the first time wanted Ron Kuby, whose mommy is a commie, as a lawyer. And all he had was hate and venom and invectum, uh, invective directed at the former president of the United States. So uh, the circus will continue today. All of you have taken sides Hopefully I'll be on tomorrow at 7.05, but I have a feeling I'll get bumped again. Sid, my revenge, your dental problem.